and welcome to episode number 204 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online business owners and entrepreneurs learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This show is brought to you by Sendable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool that my agency uses every day to schedule and manage our clients' accounts. You can try them out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash Sendable. Today, we're talking all about the value of community-focused social media strategies. And I like to really dive into this topic because social media is supposed to be social. The word social comes first in the word social media, (laughs) in the phrase social media. We've got social media first. And I think oftentimes as business owners, we focus on the media piece. That means creating the content, writing the posts, the graphics, the videos, so much so that the social piece kind of gets neglected. And I'm of the opinion that business owners should be spending time equally, both on being social and on creating media. And that's because community really is the backbone of everything we do on social media. Without community, without those people behind us supporting our brands and businesses, we don't really have a social media strategy. We're producing content for no one. (laughs) Uh, I oftentimes think of this like um, that phrase, you know, like if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it. Does it matter? Is that the phrase? (laughs) Whatever the phrase is. Um, That's how it feels sometimes on social media. If we post on social media and no one sees it, did that post matter? And that's a hard, that's a tough question to answer. And so today I want to talk about why communities are so valuable and, and kind of get you thinking about how you can engage your community in a way that impacts your business. Okay. Oftentimes as well in this podcast, we're talking about businesses here. I'm not talking to content creators. I'm not talking to people who um, are just on social media for fun. I'm talking to people who are here hanging out on these social media streets because we're running a business here, right? So the first thing that I want to talk about with community is the value of having followers on social media. This is kind of the surface level proof that you've got a social media community is the followers. It's really a visual representation of your social media success. And when you're looking at followers, there there are types of businesses where followers are actually very important. They're not always important. So talk about other ways to to look at the value of your community. Uh, But followers are important for certain types of businesses. If you are a speaker, for instance, and you're looking to book speaking gigs, um, oftentimes the number of followers is um, emphasized, even in certain uh, media placements. You know, certain uh, media companies do look at your number of followers to determine your influence. It's a very, very surface level thing. One of our clients, for instance, is looking to get a book deal. This is someone who has over 50,000 followers on Instagram. And part of that kind of pitch to get the book deal was looking at those followers. Now they did look at other things like engagement and those sorts of things, but uh, 
in order to land the deal, the, the publishing company looked at this person's Instagram followers. So that is sometimes a visual representation of success. Next up, we have engagement. So we have followers as a way to look at the value of your community. Then we also have engagement as a way to look at the value of your community. And really, this is a value in conversation, okay? in conversation. And when I talk about creating content on social media, oftentimes I'm really pointing out that we want to have the type of content that people want to engage with. The algorithm loves this. First of all, um, the algorithm wants to see people engaging because it is a signal that you have a community. So the more people that engage with your post, the more that your posts are seen. But also there's a value in conversation just as a business owner. You know, the beautiful thing about social media is that we can start conversations. It's not like mailing out flyers to your local neighborhood and hoping people don't throw them away the second that they get them. You have no idea who saw it or what they thought. You really don't. Unless there was this one time where, um, so my husband's a local realtor and he does this. Someone actually called him and was like, I don't want your flyers anymore, (laughs) which is weird. Like that's a one-off thing. People don't do that. Um, For the most part, people either go, oh, this is interesting and put it on their fridge or they go meh and throw it away. Whereas with social media, we actually can see in real time how our audience thinks about certain topics. So an example is one of our clients is starting to leverage LinkedIn polls as a way to gauge interest in certain topics. So before she sits down to plan out her live stream content, she does a poll on LinkedIn saying, hey, what topics are you struggling with right now? What are you interested in learning about right now? And the interesting thing about starting these conversations is not only are people engaging in the poll, so they're selecting their option, whether it be A, B, C, or D, but they're also explaining themselves in the comment section going, I selected B and here's why. Here's what I'm struggling with. Let's have a conversation. And there's so much value in that as a business owner to really speak to the challenges that your your audience is going through. You may describe them one way. So um, even for example, with our business here, I can start talking all day about creating an Instagram reel. Here's the technical things behind it. Here's you know how to do a sound. But honestly, for our audience, they just go, I don't even know where to start. How do I even click over there? And so when I'm marketing, those are the words that I want to use. If you don't even know where to click to get started on Instagram Reel, I got you. And the only way that I can know that is by having those conversations with the audience, right? All right. So we talked about followers. We talked about engagement. I want to talk more about conversation as well and really more of an open conversation. So this goes beyond clicking an answer in a poll or liking a post. And it goes deeper into conversation. Really, this conversation is open-ended. Okay? It's, it's, it's building a trust with your audience so that they feel comfortable starting conversations with you. So not just engaging in your content, but actually initiating conversations with you. We saw this happen a lot over the past two years 
with some of the political and social economic unrest happening in North America, mostly in the, in the States, and how that reflected online. You know, communities where they felt like they could trust their community leader and say, hey, I don't appreciate this because of this, or I, you know, want to voice my opinion as you know, a member of your community, there's a level of trust there that has to happen in order to have that open communication. And when that trust is broken is where sometimes we get some of the call out culture. Now I'm not going to say all call out culture because we did a whole podcast episode on that with Lana Hernandez. You can check that one out, but I do think there's this inherent value in open conversation. And one of our newer clients, we're seeing the value of this, where instead of educating the, the audience, we're inviting conversation and it's snowballing to the point where our audience expects this space to be available to them to have that level of conversation. And what happens is as community leaders, when you create that space, when you then provide an offer, people feel safe enough and to trust you with their hard-earned money to be able to then go deeper into becoming a client or customer with you or a repeat client or customer. And that's having that open conversation. Another way to think about this is um, knowledge sharing. So creating a space where your potential clients and customers feel like they can trust you enough where you could share your knowledge and they can share theirs. And it is an equal distribution of that knowledge. We see this oftentimes happening in community spaces. So more private spaces like Facebook groups or LinkedIn communities where um, your, your community members feel like they're participating in something larger than themselves. This, again, helps build trust. This level of conversation helps build trust And it's a long-term play. And I think as business owners, sometimes we focus so much on the short sale. We focus so much on the launch. Like, I want this product out here and I want to sell this many pieces. But where the value comes in in marketing to this extent, like we do a lot on social media, where the value comes into play is when we have built so much trust with our communities that they're in it for the long haul with us. They're not just here to be one and done, give us their money and they're out. This is a community member who trusts you and your business as a leader so much so that they're they're a member of the community. They're actively participating. They can't imagine running their business without you in those conversations that you have. Uh, All right. So we talked about followers, engagement, conversation. And the last value piece that I want to talk about here with community is the value in meeting them where they are. Okay. Meeting them where they are here and now today. Um, And I think that sometimes this is challenging as business owners because we have an idea in our heads about what we want to do with social media, right? Like we go, oh, here's how many times I'm going to post. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what the post is going to look like. But there's an inherent value in showing up where your community members are. And I think this is huge for business owners. Sometimes we try to create our own spaces, but oftentimes it's easier to go to space where they already are. And I see this a lot with TikTok. I know I preach the TikTok game here on the podcast, y'all. I know it. I see it. But that's because there are certain pockets of communities that are already spending time there and hanging out and spending a lot of time there. And with one of our clients, we see this happening hugely for them where they have several videos that have gone viral. Um, They have a, a really strong, committed community over there because they're not only showing up on that platform, but they're showing up in a way where their community feels seen and heard. 
okay, the community over there feels seen and heard. They watch the video and they go, oh, that's me. (laughs) That's so me. You know, that's the reaction that we want to have from our community members is, oh, I see myself in this, right? And there's a huge value in that because if there's a relationship there, they, they relate to that video on that level, then again, they're so much more likely to spend time with you as a business owner, to invest in your offers, to visit your website, to take action in some way, because they feel like you know them better than the competitors know them, right? Uh, We saw this with one of our clients as well, where it's a sensitive topic. And it's one of those things where it doesn't really relate to everybody. Um, And we actually don't see a lot of engagement on her posts specifically. But when we share stories, especially if they're a reflection or they're a testimonial from one of her past students, she sees an uptick in her sales because of those shared stories. And that's because her audience, as niche as it is, as sensitive as the topic is, sees themselves in these posts. They see themselves in these posts so much so that they go, that's me. This is so specific to my journey. Um, I don't think anyone else will understand this the way that this person does. I've got to explore. I've got to learn more. Last example I'll share with this is one of our clients, um, also sensitive topic, um, that's often talked about in a negative way online. Like you're struggling with this, you're doing this. And we found that sharing stories of accomplishment, like what does the end of the rainbow look like? What does life after look like? really relates to that audience because that's what they're looking for. And there's so much negativity in this space. There's so many people calling out other people in this space. There's so much rule following in this space that we find creating that that positive energy, creating a sense of accomplishment amongst her community members, showing them what's possible is really what's working for her. And again, this is we're meeting her community where they are. We're saying, I know that you're where you are now, but here's what the future could look like. And really focusing on that future focused uh, mode instead of here's all the problems and all the struggles and everyone's talking about that piece. Let's talk about what could be. Let's talk about where we could go with it. So as you think about developing your community, I want you to really focus in on the value piece of your community-based social media strategy. This isn't about... Um, content for the sake of content. This isn't about the media side of of social media where you're just producing, producing, producing. This this requires active listening, y'all. It requires paying attention. There's a nuance here to this. And the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing about community-focused social media strategies is that it pays dividends in the future. It's one of the best ways to approach social media It'll weather any social media changes, any storms, any new platforms, if you just focus on the people that are in front of you. And if you want to learn more about how to approach this, I do want to invite you to take a sample of our free programming inside of our free course. It's at onlinedrea.com slash free. It gives you that Costco sample taste of what our programming is like, uh, what our framework is like. There's even done for you content that you can just snag and use today. Uh, You can find that at onlinedrea.com slash free. 
And thanks for listening to another episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. Next week, I am interviewing Shannon Claire. We're talking all about photography. It should be a fabulous conversation. I will see you then. In the meantime, don't forget to leave us that review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Really helps out the show. I appreciate you so much. I'll see you on the interwebs. Bye for now.